Good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and their secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you are having a great, great day. It is a really, really a historic day today. It's been over 12 hours that we landed on the moon and I want to begin this this special edition to say congratulations to the entire ISRO team, entire team, um, your astronauts, your sorry, your 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 scientists, your administrators, your volunteers, um, everyone from the chairman to the smallest of people people working for you, um, all those who've passed to the. Uh, ISRO mission since 1961, starting with Vikram Sarabhaiji. Um, everyone, everyone, congratulations to the whole chain of, uh, of, of missions and the teams that have passed by. Congratulations to the families who have supported these scientists because the sacrifices that they have made. And, and we are so very proud today, very, very proud. We are very grateful a nation. Uh, to have witnessed this memorial and historical event. I am still psyched up. It's been more than 12 hours and I cannot sleep. I cannot do anything. I am inspired today and so is an entire nation. I've been going from from pillar to post, from a YouTube video to other videos to news channels. And I have to say 99.9% .9 of the news Everyone is positive, is reacting, uh, is joining together, you know, um, you know, keeping the politics out by and large and, and joining together in this one in unison in congratulating uh, ISRO um, really uh, to the scientists. My heart go out to you and, and I just want you to know, even if it, we had not been successful today, we would still be proud. Um, but we have been successful and history will look back at this day with great pride. The generations of Indians to come will look that back at this day with ultimate hope and, and pride and, 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 and study this day, this journey in their school books, history books, scientific books and people from all, all around the world. I uh, will also do the same. Again, I, I want to take two minutes to talk about the people all, all around the world. Some have not been nice, but the majority of people have been so very nice and so very um, honorable and congratulating uh, of, of the Indian scientists and the Indian teams and India for this momentous historical occasion. Um, by and large, it has been very, very positive. And I want to say all those uh, people who are not of Indian origin, thank you for your support. All the missions all around the world who supported uh, India, thank you so much for your support, uh, our journey. I know you've taken a lot of time to uh, employing a lot of Indian scientists who did not have the opportunities in the years gone by, but have employed them with European space missions, American space missions, NASA, and all of the above. Um, and, and yes, we have... And all of them have been inspired, inspirational. And today, we have uh, India has has produced her own mission, 
And like the Honorable Prime Minister who said, this is a historical momentous occasion for the planet. Uh, this is not a win-win only for India, but it's a, it's a historical moment for the planet. It's a win-win for entire humanity. And we would not have been able to achieve this mission. This is a success for the entire planet, the whole human race. Uh, we are all one. We are one family of the earth. And it's important to understand when we laugh, we laugh together. When we smile, we smile together. When we cry, we cry together. We're on this planet together. We will survive together. And we all um, feed off each other. So it's important to understand that. And it's important to understand that this, this historical day was for everyone on the planet. Um, so... Uh, I want to again say a big, big congratulations to all of Israel, her scientists and her movements. Um, I want. I also want to take a, a, um, a moment off here to um, to say to 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 recall someone very special. I've been doing research on Israel and sorry on on space missions um, and looking at documentaries and so on and so forth. And one of the documentaries that came to me is of our great hero, uh, whoever, who's inspired my generation, and a lot of people at the science missions uh, around the world, and also especially in India, Kalpana Chawla. If you don't know who she is, if you haven't, uh, if you're a space, uh, you know, um, uh, addict, um, if you like space, please, please, please uh, understand that Kalpana Chawla is, um, is a fantastic Indian. She was an Indian uh, scientist uh, who was uh, born in India, went to university, the University of Chandigarh, aeronautical engineering, moved to the U.S. And she um, went up on, uh, she worked for NASA and uh, she did experiments on NASA. She um, was on the Columbia flight on her second mission. And the Columbia flight, as we know, blew up in, on, on return entry into, into uh, the Earth's atmosphere. And the Columbia flight, uh, and it killed all three, all seven passengers, including um, Kalpana Chawla. She will always be a great, great inspiration to the planet, to India. Her, her spirit is up there. She's part of space now. Her spirit is up there and she is looking down on all of us and she's inspiring all of us and she is proud. And I know a lot of today's mission uh, and people who've worked on it have been inspired by her. Her inspiration coming from a generation, coming from a time where girls didn't, didn't you know, were not uh, looked upon to, to be engineers, to be NASA astronauts, to be a space scientist. Uh, this didn't exist in her generation, but she fought the barriers and, and she um, she flew up there. And, and although she's not here in person, but if she was here in person, she would have been over the moon. And, and, and she is still in our hearts, in our minds, in our DNA, inspiring all of us um, to carry on this mission, inspire new generations. And look at the girls today. Look at the amount of women in, um, in, at Israel. And I'm not going to make this about men and women, but I just want to take a note that, um, you know, the amount of women on, on, on the, um, 
on the science team, the scientists, amount of girls and children and wives and sons and daughters watching this today, jumping for joy, in, being inspired. In Kalpana's time, she didn't have this, but she was one of the pioneers of Indian space research um, and, and ast ast astronauts uh, for modern India. Um, she broke those barriers and she had to do it, unfortunately, with another country, fortunately or unfortunately. Uh, you know, you can take it whichever way. But today we have the ability to do it on our own soil. And uh, Kalpana, um, you have inspired us, you've inspired generations and we will not forget you. We will not forget your sacrifices, the sacrifice that your family made, the sacrifice that they still make, the inspiration you gave us all. And we want to know that you to know that I, we know you're listening. We know you're here. You are an inspiration. And today is also for you and all your colleagues around the world, um, you know, who have sacrificed and unfortunately given up their lives. We remember them. We remember you. We remember your journey and today's mission is for for you as much as anyone else thank you on behalf of all of india and the generations to come all that you've done for us um also i want to say um i want to say uh thank you again to um the people who've gone by people um who have who are dead and gone but who've inspired us people like um, the Honourable President of India, uh, for, former um, um, mission, uh, I, I forget his name, um, sorry, the, the pet name that they gave him, but I'm talking about Abdul Kalam, um, President Kalam, the, the, father, the President of India and uh, the father of our generation, literally, uh, the people's president, as we call them. And of course, our dear Vikram Sarabhai, who was uh, instrumental in starting this journey. But uh, like them, many other scientists who've gone by, who've passed on and gone to the next world, uh, their inspiration, their journey. Uh, thank you to all of you, because we wouldn't have been here without you and your foundation that you have led. Um, so thank you to all of them. Um, I also want to take time out to say something very important. Uh, unfortunately, there have been people who have not said nice things, but there's also one specific pe person who I don't want to take his name because it, this is not the day for it, a uh, political person. And he has said very clearly, congratulations to ISRO. Um, and not only has he said congratulations to Israel, he says, do not forget that today's mission is because of one person who started this journey. We all have to be thankful to him, uh, Pandit Jawala Nehru. Now, it's because it's his great-grandfather, he always brings it upon it. And obviously, this is a political tweet that he gave it out. Um, because he wouldn't be mentioning he, he, his uh, great-grandfather if... It was not for politics. I mean, you didn't have to get into that today of all the days instead of just congratulating the mission. Um, according to this man who, like I said, I do not want to take his name, who gave out a tweet saying uh, congratulations to the ISRO team. But um, remember that India 
this mission would haven't been possible without Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru. Um, and he was the one who started this in 1962 or 63. And because of Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru and his mission and his vision, we are here today and he's the first one to start it. So I want, just want to address this. Um, yes, Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru was the prime minister. Uh, it was his job to start the mission. It was a job to set India onto the sign, onto the route, but uh, onto this route. It, he did nothing special than other than what his job allowed him to do. Uh, it was what he was supposed to do, what he was elected to do. It's nothing special. However, having said that, yes, he was the one who um, who gave the okay um, to. Um, to start the space mission, but space has not been started. This scientific mission uh, it was not started by Jawaharlal Nehru himself. This we have a long, long history of space, space exploration, uh, long, long history. And His Royal Highness, the Prince who wants to be the Prime Minister, thinks he he wants to destroy our Vedic civilization. Anything good that's associated with our Vedic civilization, he wants to destroy. And it is disgusting to see that he has come to this point that he wants everyone to give his family credit, but he does not want to give credit to the families before his his family existed. Um, and, and he does not want to, t- uh, you know, um, call upon our, our Vedic civilization who has inspired us and who's laid the foundation for this journey and for this momentous occasion today because he wants to negate the Vedic civilization. He, he, he would rather that it not exist. So anything that before, uh, before India, uh, before 1947, is basically non-existent for him unless it's in his favor. And I, I'm talking about, I want to go back to something that's very important, that's a basis of this mission, the Vimanika Shastra. So we know that in our Vedic history, uh, we've had Vimanas before. Vimanas are spacecraft. Spacecraft have gone into space and, and, and not only gone into space, uh, explored space. Um, and all of this has um, taken place. It's noted in our Shastras. So uh, Bharatiya civilization has had a long history of space exploration. We just haven't gone there in a long time. We're going back to the exploration. We have been going back to the moon. Something which we have visited before, uh, would have visited before, because we have no proof that it was visited. But I'm talking about the Vimanika Shastras. I'm going to put a link on it. It's basically India's... Um, or the Vedic, um, the Vedic uh, period um, text, a Shastra is a text, a treaty um, that um, is not a myth. Um, it's about um, how our forefathers, um, you know, um, sent missions, had astronomical uh, treaties, had astronomical missions, um, you know, uh, took part in uh, promoting, well, I wouldn't say took part in promoting, but um, in, uh, indulged in scientific mission space exploration. And there is no other treaty like this in on the planet, uh, in the world. Uh, and so... 
this treaty talks about various types of um, spacecrafts going into space, uh, like the Rukma Vimana. Uh, you have um, different types, the uh, Sundara Vimana. Um, then we've got um, Tripura Vimana. Okay, and I'm going to put a link of it in, in my Facebook page. Um, they talk about electric power generators, how it generates power, electric motor, how it generates um, um, power to propel you into space. The Tripura uh, Vimana, uh, the Sakuna Vimana, um, the sh uh, again the Sakuna uh, Vimana, and look, there are so many types, different types of spacecrafts going into space. And this is all in our treaties. And it's called, this treaty is called the Vaimanika Shastra. Um, it's part of his, uh, the unknown work. It's, it's, uh, it's called the science of aeronautics. It's all about machines. Um, and yes, so these books, these treaties were written by ancestors and it's come down to us. We've lost a lot of it, but it's come down to us. And thanks to our pundits, our Brahmins, our Brahmins, our, our Vaishyas who protected it, our Brahmins, the teachers of these texts, uh, the professors of knowledge, uh, the gurus who, who kept these translations, who kept our language that we could translate this and, and to this modern world, who kept in spite of in, uh, invasions into India, invading armies, uh, protected our history, protected our texts, protected our knowledge of our ancestors. And not only that, uh, transferred it to the generations in spite of the genocide on the Indian subcontinent by different empires um, coming in, in spite of uh, you know the cataclysm the um, geological and, astro uh, um, and uh, climatic uh, cataclysms that have happened on the Indian subcontinent, these texts were saved um, and, and sent down generation upon generation to our generation. And these texts were the ones that were translated by the Europeans when they came and taken back to Europe, the translations, and that's how they invented these rockets, they invented these propulsion uh, engines, uh, they, inv they, um, they invented uh, uh, missiles, um, and we know that uh, Hitler's army um, got these texts treated, I spoke about it the other day, translated, uh, these Sanskrit texts translated, and these translations were given to the Nazi army who unfortunately um, used them during Second World War for various missions and were very successful with them. But from there, these, these uh, missiles and these aer aeronautical and these astronomical, uh, you know, uh, Vimanas, um, there you get these, um, these, these Nazi uh, people, the SS officers who lost the war, they were then taken and uh, taken by, by Russia and by uh, America under Operation Paperclip um, and got 
to work for the US military and the uh, Russian military. And from that military uh, takeover of the SS officers, they built their space programs. And from that space program, they have now gone into space. You have NASA, you have Roscom Roscomanos, I think it's called for Russia. Uh, but these space missions come from somewhere. They're actually not Russian and, uh, and, and uh, American space missions. They're actually German and <laughs> SS um, space missions and these space missions have done only uh, have been taken the knowledge for these have been taken from Avimana. so we've got a long history uh, the great universities of India Nalanda, Takshila, Shardapit and all the different universities of India who have kept the knowledge alive of our ancestors the gurus the pundits the Brahmins who generation upon generation have translated these these texts kept these texts and 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 given and and taught whoever few children and in the Indian subcontinent remained to accept and were able to accept these texts were able to understand these texts and when the first opportunity came they were they got back into um, space and that's how uh, Pandit Nehru in 1962 authorized the ISRO um, you know, the, the Indian Space Agency, or what we call ISRO today, because I think the name was different. So um, to say that Pandit Jawala Nehru started this off, it is wrong. We have a long, long history of space exploration, space, uh, space journeys, uh, space missions. Uh, it's there in our text. And and our generation is only one of the many generations who have continued this, this uh, passion, has continued this exploration, this knowledge. Um, and it's not only continued it, but, uh, you know, improved upon it. And now we've gone back into space. Um, this is not really the first time. So uh, to all those thinking that Pandit Jawala Nehru started this off, they are wrong. We have different eras of different contributions. And we're the only civilization that's left from the ancient world. And that's why going back to the ancient texts, going studying Sanskrit, studying these texts are so important for a new generation to understand understand the entire link, the chain of events that happens, uh, that has happened for us to come today, not just dwell on the politics behind it, the us versus them, my father, my grandfather, his father, his grandfather, the politicization of this. This is not about politics. This is not about tapping one person on the back and saying, oh, well, he started it and she started it. This is about India, Israel, India, something that joins us all, sometimes something that heals us. And even people in Pakistan are, are wishing us well and are congratulating us and even though they didn't get to see it live. So it's important today to come together and understand our long history of our Bharatiya civilization that has contributed and taken part in space missions, space explorations. It did not start in 1947. It did not start in 1962. It started thousands and thousands of years ago. And we're all proud to be of this civilization. Um, why do we need to go into space? Like some people say, well, space missions uh, bring about advancement in technology, telecommunications. And telecommunications um, uh, means better connectivity to all our people. So villages all over India have got internet with these internet connections, with these telecommunication connections. They can now have the UPI. That's why we need 
need it. They can have, uh, you, they can study from home. During COVID, they had, um, uh, during COVID, they, they were able to study from home. We are able to uh, tabulize. Imagine, you know, having to write uh, your name on a paper for every single person on this country, 1.44 billion people. That's a lot of people. You can't tabulate all of this. You have to, it has to stop. It has to be, uh, you know, uh, centralized and has to be better, uh, more efficient. And that only comes with technology. Technology means uh, missions into to space, space exploration, into telecommunications, technology, all of that. So people asking, why do you need to spend so much into space? Yes, it is important for the future generations, for their technological advances, just like the, the, in 1962 and our generations before us who invested in all of this. And today we are reaping the benefits of what our ancestors and our grandparents and our parents' generation invested in. So it's important for that. $75 million is more than worthwhile. Uh, it also he helps us with climate change, uh, predicting the climate, predicting the seasons with agriculture. All of this is so important. Without technology, we are nowhere. And we've seen the last thousand 1400 years after the invasions, we have lost this technology. Even those people who came to this land, translated our text, took it back to their lands, innovated on, upon it, ev ev evolutionized it and said, oh no, it's theirs, their evolution. But they kept us high and dry and, and we are, we are, they show us as people with cows, people with pigs, people as snake charmers, when in reality, they, they, we were being kept specifically behind because they took all our knowledge from our text and, and took it and, and took credit for it and improved upon it. Uh, and that's why they went technologically ahead, not because of anything, because they took knowledge from someone else. Today, we are going ahead and now they're asking us, oh, but why do you want to spend uh, so much money instead of being on poor? Well, the poor can only come out of poverty if they have knowledge, if they have technology, they have connectivity um, to be better, to get better education, to be get better electricity, to get better opportunities, to get better uh, and to produce better economics. So that's important. And like I said, this hasn't started with Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru. It has started with our ancestors who wrote uh, the Vimanika Shastras. And even before them, I mean, you don't write a Vimanika Shastra from you know one day to the other. You dwell up this technology for you know thousands of years, and then you write Shastras like this. So. On that note, my dear friends, uh, I'm going to put a link for the Vaimanika Shastra in. I hope you will research it. I hope you will take it to your friends, Google it, spread it among your friends and spread the podcast among your friends. It is a momentous and historical day. I'm so proud of my native country because I don't live there anymore. Um, I ask you please to join together to heal and enjoy this moment as one nation. And for the world we are already seeing, for those who don't understand, uh, all these political um, uh, transgressions that have been heaped upon us as caste and Dalit and all. You Do you see that today? You don't. You don't see all these. You don't see uh, people, 99% uh, of people are joyous, are, are working together, living together, enjoying together, uh, celebrating together. And that's how life is on the Indian continent. This premise and these propaganda channels, these culture wars are just a perception of your mind that's given to you by 
by these TV channels um, to to create transgressions, to create volatility, to create uh, transgression, uh, sorry, to create violence, to play the divide and rule so that they can take away from us what their ancestors took away from us. They can destroy us from the inside. And it's important to say that um, this is a propaganda that's being uh, played out as a culture war to divide and rule us so that one day they can eventually break us into a million bits. But there are days like this, and that's why we have these days like this. We have in, in, our governments investing into days like this so that um, together we, we can unite as a nation and show to the world that this is uh, a, a way of life, a journey um, that is part of our of our historical and civilizational journey for thousands of years. It's nothing new. We may have different labels, uh, but we can, we all are happy for one another. We pat one another on the backs. We um, we. Um, walk the same streets, we go to the same schools. There are no differences. The differences are man-made, created only to play the divide and rule by foreign um, foreign um, entities and, and energies in conjunction with people on the ground over here who who have in their interest a hungry lust for power and who want to associate everything only to them and their families. And uh, these people will always be at the bottom of the cycle because we, we are cyclic, we are not flat. There will always be people at the bottom of the cycle. There will always be darkness. But the darkness can be converted into light uh, because we are cyclic. We do not move. We do not stay stagnant. We move. We are currents and waves. Every time the sun sets, the sun has to rise. So they're not only the same people staying at the bottom. We will all go to the bottom, but we will all rise up and we will continue this cosmic journey, uh, this cosmic dance. Um, and it is our duty to understand and to balance our cosmic energy field. Uh, rejoice when it's time to rejoice. Uh, go back to the drawing board when we have failed, uh, when we have transgressions. Understand the, make every junction into an intellectual laboratory and be better. And we can, and today is one of those days, another momentous occasion in our long civilizational history. So proud to be of Indian origin. Thank you to my ancestors for everything you've given us made us proud. We will make you proud again. And, and we hope that we will be better and heal um, and this momentous day will make us heal, make us, uh, uh, take us to bigger and better heights and, in, and so that we can heal the world in return. So on that note, I take your leave. I thank you so much for your time. I wish you all the very best. Cheers. Stay safe and congratulations to ISRO once again.